Hi, I'm Dr. Amy Robbins, and welcome to Life, Death, and the Space Between podcast. I'm a licensed clinical psychologist and medium, and here we explore life, death, consciousness, and what it all means. So today's episode was not an episode that I ever intended to happen, frankly. I, when I was interviewing Raina Kumara Singham last week for the, her new book, Divine Consciousness, we started talking before we even launched into the interview. And so we were just doing, I usually like to talk to my guests a few minutes beforehand, you know, exchange some niceties, get a sense for who they are a little bit, tell them a little bit about who I am. And for some reason, probably because we are part of the same soul group, Raina and I got to talking really quickly. And I had asked her about COVID and how things were over in the UK with COVID. And she started talking about how she had COVID and her experience with it because she had a near-death experience from it. And she kind of left it at that. And of course, I hear near-death experience and my ears perk up and I'm like, oh, I got to hear this story. And so when she she told me the story I was it was so profound and so amazing what what came out of this story the lessons and the wisdom that was imparted to her that I felt like I couldn't miss the opportunity to impart it to you all so if the sound quality isn't great it's because it was not intended we were just chatting back and forth it wasn't intended to be a podcast as I usually have my podcasts but I wanted to share it with you all also uh, just my usual public service announcement if you are not subscribed to my newsletter go to DrAmyRobbins.com at Gmail, not at Gmail, DrAmyRobbins.com, or you can email me at Gmail. Uh, and also, if you aren't subscribed to my podcast, just anywhere you can find your podcast, just hit subscribe. And also follow me on Instagram primarily, which is where you can find me the most at Dr. Amy Robbins. So here is today's episode. I wanted to just take a minute to tell you all about the upcoming course that I'm offering, which I'm really excited about, course or guide. I, I like the idea of guide better than course, but course is what you all identify with. So we'll call it that for now. Anyway, the course is going to be integrating a lot of what we talk about on the show, the notion of soul contracts, how to face your fears around death, how to embrace death, how to think about some of the lessons, or as I recently heard, sort of the curriculum of your life, and really use that to what I'm calling live your life backwards, and really map out an understanding of where you're going and, and really take tap into the essence of who you are. So if you are interested in this, I do have a waitlist that is getting started right now, and you can find that in my show notes. Also, something else I'm going to be trying out in next season is showcasing some small product-based businesses, particularly women-run, but I'm open to kind of anything. And if you have a product-based business that is in the genre of some of what we've talked about on the show along the lines of like spirituality, maybe some wellness stuff, please reach out to me. I would love to use this platform to help support small businesses, especially now as people are really struggling 
for those businesses to stay afloat. So you can sign up in my show notes. And if you're interested in more information about the course, also you can please sign up for my newsletter at dramyrobbins.com. And you can email me or DM me on Instagram at dramyrobbins if you have a small business, a product-based business that you are looking to get some help promoting. And here's today's show. And you had a near-death experience with it? I did. I did have a near-death experience, yeah. What happened? So it was um, the second week of COVID that I, well, I had COVID. The first week was just a low-grade fever, and I had um, uh, fatigue, really deep fatigue. And then it was the second week when it was a Thursday, uh, sorry, not a Thursday, it was a Tuesday when I, f- I woke up in the middle of the night and I felt, it felt like there were these metal bands around the top part of my lung and the bottom part of my lung, sort of constricting my lungs. So if I breathed in, it would really hurt. So because of that, and that went on for about three days and I had to mindfully breathe when I was awake. And it was the Friday night when my husband sort of... Um, said goodnight and took the dogs up and, and I turned the light off and I was going to sleep and my body just went, you know, something said to me, if you close your eyes now, you're never going to open them again. And then I thought, oh, but then my eyes were closing. And then I actually, you know, then I had the whole experience because suddenly I was aware of five beings of light like the foot of my bed and I had a full life review and um, I had a lot of wounding in my heart chakra so they were working a lot on the wounding of my heart chakra but it was also quite interesting because my body was very much I was very much at peace with the whole thing so when I knew I was going to die I was you know it was the most peaceful quite freeing experience but there was a little note at the back of my head going I wish I could leave a note for my husband because <laughs> I wanted him to know, you know, I mean, it, it was very unexpected. So I wanted him to know he had done everything and I loved him and, you know, all these things. And also like a little to-do list. <laughs> <laughs> because a wife can't leave her husband without a to-do list, right? That's right. <laughs> but also it would have been a huge shock for him. So, you know, it was just something to just... So this was, this kept going on in my head, you know, can I leave a note? Can I leave a note? Whoa, whoa, you know, this is, (laughs) I just need to leave a note. Give me five minutes to leave a note. (laughs) But then I left my body. So I had an out of body experience. And that was so fascinating because when I did that, it was like, I let everything go. I let my ego self go almost. And so, you know, (laughs) I let the books go. I let everything go. So that's why when Gavin called me, you know, a few months later, I just went, oh my God, you know, yes, yes, you know, let's, let's pull it all back in. Um, But also I felt like it, the, the the interesting realization I had was that, um, you know, when you're in the body, you feel like you're so important to things like the books or to your family or, you know, to, to your work or, or, or whatever it is you're really involved in. But as I was leaving the body, I realized that, oh, goodness, you know, I barely made a ripple. And, and that was okay for me. It felt 
so freeing as well. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? It's like I let the ego part go and, and I, I, I got this huge expanded consciousness, almost like expanded awareness. So that was really fascinating. And then we sort of drifted off, but I still had this little thing going, I wish I could leave my husband a note. Please let me leave my husband a note. <laughs> um, and then we sort of like went, uh, like I saw the earth on the right and on the left was this big expansive free most peaceful place ever and so the beings sort of stopped the traveling sort of stopped and this you know and I looked at the earth and the earth was surrounded by this gray smoky sort of grid you know and the beings basically said that that is the consciousness that we're in at the moment And it's like a suffocating, they called it a suffocating grid of consciousness. And and they went on to explain that this is what we have created with the sort of lifestyle that we've chosen and the different choices we've made to live, that it's all very, very suffocating. Um, Because it's like we can't breathe, you know, we we live our lives breathing very shallowly, but we're doing so much and we're so tense that, you know, we're constantly in the state of not being able to breathe. Later on, when I've had a chance to process it, I was also thinking how interesting that this grid is physically manifesting in the world right now. You know, you have COVID and, you know, even with the George Floyd Floyd, protest. Yeah, I can't breathe. Yeah, exactly. And then now with the fires in in the Western part of the States, you know, air quality is so bad. And so, you know, it's sort of physically manifesting itself. Coming back to the near death, then, then they showed me, they said, look, this grid it you know have has been uh, built up by by people but you know the earth is not affected by it necessarily the earth will just shake it off and 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 then i saw a picture of the earth without you know very clear looking earth and then they showed me another picture of the earth with like white um sort of wispy clouds around it which look quite pretty and then it was a clear earth and then I saw another one with the earth with rings of fire around it and then it was the clear earth and then the earth went really small into like some dark matter and that was it that was about the you know the death of the earth and then they said that you know the earth will you know the age group of the earth if we were putting it as people age you know the earth is right now in like the 30s so there's still quite a lot of you know time for the earth but people being on earth is just a little blip the extent of time for people to be on the earth but the extent of time we are individually in our individual bodies on the earth is a tinier tinier blip right Mm -hmm. so it was just like this amazing expanded awareness that was also very very freeing and then they said to me are you ready to leave or would you like to live? And then I think... And you were like, I've got a note to write. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I want to write There's this to-do list. <laughs> <laughs> there are like five to-do lists. Things right. in my to-do list. Right. <laughs> Don't forget to walk the dogs. That's right. Groceries. 
<laughs> this is how you use the oven. No, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but then, um, so I know, and then they said, but if you want to live, um, you know, you have to live in these little free pockets. So, you know, there's the, the gray grid, but they're like little pockets of freedom. And it's about living in these free pockets outside the suffocating grid of consciousness. And I tell you what, do you want to be referred to Dr. Amy? No, you could call me Amy. That's Amy. fine. Okay. And you know what, Amy? I was just thinking that, oh, you know, it was so tempting to go here, you know, to the left, because it was the most freeing, most peaceful experience. And it just felt like, you know, it was just calling, the temptation was calling. And then they said, but you can have that freeing, peaceful experience on earth. Would you like to try that? And I sat there and I think I looked at them. And then the, the whole memory of me trying to decide was a bit hazy. Everything else was, you know, it was very loose. It was very clear. And then suddenly I decided, yes, I'm going to live. And they said, okay. And then they saw, it felt like they were removing this white thing from me. I don't quite know what it is. I'm guessing it's the worst of the symptoms, you know. And then I, everything blacked out, you know, I, and then I sort of um, uh, came to, I opened my eyes and I was in my body on the bed and, you know, I, I was lucid enough to check the time. <laughs> and then I kind of just sat there in mild shock thinking, have I had a near-death experience? Because, you know, when you're going through it, it's like a big, you know, it's all, you, you don't put it in little, you know, you don't define Right. It. You don't define it. Right. No. And then it took me about two months and I was still in bed. So I was very weak after all that. So I didn't, I couldn't process my experience because I was, you know, my body was getting over COVID. And then when I started to have the, the, the two other months of just sitting in my living room, you know, that's when I started to think and I thought, oh my goodness, I think I nearly died. And um, so I called a couple of friends and they said, one friend, which I didn't know, she'd, she had had a near-death experience. And she says, yes, that all sounds very familiar. And another friend who is also my personal astrologer, I sort of called her as a friend. And I said, listen, you know, I just need to talk at somebody. So I was sort of an hour and a half processing with her, just talking at her. And she was sort of holding space. And it was, I think it was around then when I actually really realized that I'd had a near-death experience. What was your, the life review like? What was that portion like? The life review was phenomenal because it was, it, they, oh yes, so, so this is the bit that I forgot to tell you. So with the life review, it was really interesting because they went through a lot of my childhood period um, and, you know, a lot of my wounding had happened in the, my childhood period. And so they went through everything in like a lot of detail um, but not specific events. It was sort of high level. So things like, you know, it, you know, about boundaries and, and how my boundaries are a bit, were a bit wispy um, mm. because of certain events. And, and, and that's when a lot of the healing from the heart chakra happened. And the one thing that came through like the, you know, is from the heart chakra healing and the life review is that now I realize the two affirmations are I am safe and I am enough. 
you know so this is something that just came through because my my a lot of the wounding and it carried on into my adult life you know i felt a lot like i am not safe and i am not enough and so i i used to you know before i used to prove myself everything i did you know i proved myself and i used to use things like um awards or achievements to validate my identity mm-hmm. but now uh, so i'll just give you like the magdalene lineage i recently found out about two weeks ago that it had won an award and but because it happened after my near death the first thing i didn't remember well i couldn't remember <laughs> entering it for any award before i would have been really on it you know i would have gone okay so this is the deadline did it do anything but then i got a reminder and then i found out that i had got the award i was happy but i wasn't ecstatic it didn't i didn't need it to validate mm, the me ego you know had 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 softened yeah and it yeah but it was almost like i didn't need it to prove my worth almost mm-hmm. you know like i am enough without that do you know what i mean but it's nice that i got it Yeah. So 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 in the life review, it's almost like you got to see what your soul contracts had been and are having the opportunity right. to come back and work like finish kind of working through those contracts. Yeah, so actually they said when when I was about to leave, they actually said my life purpose is done. I had completed my life purpose. you know so as i was having my near death experience so so that basically that was done did they and tell also, you what it was like did you they they didn't in that experience i didn't need to know because my when they said that my out of body soul was like oh okay good okay it's done like it understood but then in my head at the moment now i still have no idea <laughs> i really don't know gotcha. what what it is so now it just feels like i have an a chance to have a different life purpose which is to live in freedom and peace you know um in amongst the the chaotic grid of conflict right. yeah yeah so you're um, you're really able to find where those those pockets are now Yeah. I mean it's not they're not physical pockets but it's just right, being right, right. able to create a space of freedom and peace through my own consciousness, through my own choices without being tapped into the 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 suffocating grid. Does that make sense? Mhm. Yeah. So it's things like uh, <laughs> it's things like um you know not sort of worrying too much about ego. things necessarily it's not so much about i'm i'm focusing a lot on being now like sort of just enjoying and and absorbing life as opposed to letting life go by as i'm focused on doing you know the 21000 chores that i used to do before mhm yeah so it's wow. really fascinating Well, if it's okay with you, can I use this as a podcast oh, too? Yes. Even sure. though it was unexpected. <laughs> <laughs> sure, that's fine. <laughs> I don't mind it. No, yeah, it's fine. I mean, I I did a YouTube video on COVID and then I did like a a public webinar on the near death experience. I felt it. Yeah. So, you can. 
Okay. Wow. That's, that's amazing. Yeah. You know, if it can help people, then, yeah. So, okay. So we'll shift a little bit because obviously we we weren't going to, I mean, I love that we're talking about this because this is exactly, I mean, it's exactly kind of where my mind is going and what I'm, you know, I want to start, I'm, I'm trying to work on some courses and a lot of what the courses are about are kind of using the concepts of life review and soul contract That's to right. help us yeah. really think about how we're living our lives. Because I don't think you have to, like you were probably aware on some level that that feeling of needing to be enough and that feeling of safety were, were there for you. Right. right. And so, yes. you know, did you have to wait until, you had this near-death experience or ultimately until you would have died to figure that out? Or could you have maybe now in retrospect figured that out along oh, the yeah. way? No, definitely. I think having the near-death experience to figure it out is going right to the very extreme, you know, of, of, of dealing with things and making different choices to live in that freedom. Um, but, you know, we don't have to do that you know we as you know if we can have an awareness of not living so much in fear or worry which suffocates us um, I think that's part of disentangling from that mass grid of suffocation almost well yeah and the metaphors are just so powerful on so many levels right like when we talk about this higher consciousness or this divine knowing or, you know, the, the universal energy or God or whatever it is, to think about how the, the suffocation has manifested itself in so many different places, right? Like to your yes. point, the fires, George Floyd, the, the symptoms of this virus, right, yes. are suffocating. Yes. They're literally suffocating our lungs. The That's earth right. can't breathe. We can't breathe. That's it's right. just like I have the goosebumps just saying it. It's just so resonant. Yeah. Thank you for saying that. Yeah. It is very, it was very powerful. I mean, the whole experience was very powerful. And I'm feeling so grateful that I was very lucid about it. And that I could process it, you know, um, instead of it being a, a, a mesh of, of just memories mm-hmm. that I could process it as well. But that's why I think, you know, I don't mind you or anyone sharing this, not because I think it's, a, you know, a very, very powerful um, piece of information, especially if we are, you know, because we talked about, you talked about wanting to talk about the new consciousness, but it's so powerful about moving into the new consciousness, you know, to be able to disentangle from this grid, uh, the suffocating grid, because, you know, I now sort of see that as part of the, the, the consciousness that we're moving out of, but we also have to move into something and where are we moving into? And that's why I think, you know, that whole life purpose thing, uh, you know, living in the pockets without the grid is so pertinent because the earth will shake off the grid. And if, if we're still hung on to, you know, if we're still hanging on to the grid, I'm not quite sure what's going to happen to us, but if we live in the pockets, it's just going to be a lot easier to manage 
the shift and then the change in consciousness. Well, and, and I've heard this, I can't remember where, but it's almost like the earth will shake us off, right? Like the earth That's doesn't right. need us. And so if no. we're creating all these suffocating pockets, the earth will just do what it needs to do to shake us off of it. And it's exactly. sort of doing that now. Yes, yes, exactly right. That's exactly right. And that was another realization I got as well. I mean, you're so right because, you know, a lot of, and in the line of work that, that I'm in, you know, because I do past life regression and between lives regression and all that, you know, and a lot of people, you know, say, you know, we are here to help the earth. You know, we are here because the earth needs us. But actually, we have chosen to be on the earth and we actually need the earth. But if we focus on the earth needs us to do blah, 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 we lose the appreciation of actually being on earth and just embracing what earth has to offer, you know, because emotions is something that we experience on earth. Mm-hmm. And, and, and there's a gift with the emotions because in between lives, I think, and you might know, I don't know your background, so I'm just going to assume knowledge here. <laughs> the best part of this is like, because I'm, I'm like thinking about how I'm going to turn this into a podcast and I'm not going to cut anything out is that we literally just started talking. Like we didn't even do an introduction. We were just like, Hey, how are you? Good. How are you? Where do you live? And like, bam, we're like in this intensely deep conversation in like 20 minutes time exactly (laughs) this is why I love doing this podcast (laughs) does this happen with most it must happen with most of your interviewees sometimes I mean sometimes usually after the podcast we talk a little bit more but like this is like this is amazing so what were you you were gonna say Oh, 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 because, you know, with, I was going to say with between lives and I was assuming knowledge and now I've forgotten my train of thought. Probably maybe about between life regression or. I was going to say, as you know, with between lives regression. Oh, oh, okay. Yes. Now I get it. So the, you know, emotions, there's, it's such an important part because you know, in between lives regression, a lot of the life purpose is around learning and evolving through emotions, right? Through whether mm-hmm. it's the lack of emotion, it could be the lack of love or the lack of fear or the lack of compassion, or really having, you know, experiencing the other side of it, where you're having lots of love, a lot of compassion, perhaps even a lot of fear, a lot of anger. Um, and, you know, the earth, that's a gift that the earth gives us. But sometimes part of that suffocating grid is, you know, a lot of the judgment. So, you know, we tend to judge quite a lot of emotions. And sometimes we even judge the expression of the emotion. You know, like, for example, men, men are not men if they cry, for example. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or if you have too much fear or if you have too much anger, you're a bad person. You know what I mean? And, and so sometimes that sort of judgment suppresses a lot of the emotion. And then people go to different forms of therapy, including past lives, and they release it, you know, in, in therapy. But the, the, the experiencing of the emotion, as long as it just flows right through you, is a gift that we can learn from the earth. 
so textured. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, there's just so many places to go. I hope you all enjoyed Raina's impromptu, our impromptu podcast interview about her near-death experience and also the wisdom that that experience absolutely crystallized for her and certainly for me as she was retelling the story and hopefully for you all as you were listening. Like what you heard today and want to hear more? Wondering what comes next and what it all means? Head over to Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, or anywhere you get your podcasts and hit subscribe. Also, if you could take a minute to rate and review my podcast, I would really appreciate it. Stay tuned as we continue to explore life, death, and the space between.